Welcome, everybody, to the second edition this week of the Off the Tracks podcast. I am your host, Travis Miller of Boiler Upload. And with me, as always, is Purdue's all-time touchdowns leader, Corey Sheets. How are you doing tonight, Corey? I'm all right, yourself? I am good. I am good. And, uh, boy, in looking at this weekend's game, we're going to need some uh, Ranger shuttle buses to open some holes in the uh, in the line because Purdue has quite the challenge tonight, or not tonight, but uh, Saturday night in Ann Arbor as they head to Michigan to face the Wolverines. And, who boy, this one's going to be tough. Uh, the Wolverines rank third in the nation. They have the be- nation's best scoring defense. If you had to guess, Corey, what would you say is the most points that they have given up in a game this year? Uh, well, like 12, 13, something like that. Something crazy. Ten. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they beat Minnesota 52 to 10 and Minnesota is the only team this year to score double digits on them. They have given up three, seven, six, seven, seven, 10, seven, and nothing (laughs) with many of those garbage time points given up well after the game was decided. I mean, we go in there and score, score a few points and and hold them to, uh, told them to nine score 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a great strategy. That is a fantastic strategy, honestly. Uh, but this one is uh, this one's going to be tough. Uh, they also happen to have a very good offense. They are number one in scoring defense in the nation, the only team allowing less than 10 points a game. And for good measure, they're scoring 40 points a game. Uh, they're sixth in scoring. <laughs> so uh, they score a lot and they don't give up a lot. That That makes it very easy to win football games, I'm afraid. You're talking about a big breakfast. <laughs> They say this is a big dinner. Seven <laughs> thirty <laughs> kickoff. Yeah, you're gonna need a uh, big dinner. Man, this is gonna be an uphill battle when it rains. Yeah, it's uh, honestly this is a team that does not have a lot of weaknesses. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at their stats here. JJ McCarthy is the quarterback. Eight eighteen hundred yards passing. 18 touchdowns, three interceptions, and for good measure, I believe he threw all three interceptions in one game, uh, and it was the first game of the season, if I'm if I'm uh, not mistaken. Oh, wait, no, it was the third game of the season against Bowling Green, and they only won that one 31-6, to so. <laughs> uh, for good measure, a couple of good running backs, Blake Corum, 605 yards rushing, 13 touchdowns, Donovan Edwards, 211 yards, one touchdown. However, uh, he got most of the carries last year in the Big Ten title game against Purdue and went for 185 yards in a score, including a 60-yarder. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Purdue just show up. (laughs) Put your best foot forward, go out there and win the game. Let's go. I mean that—that's about all you Stop can do. Over. I mean, you, you know, you want a you want a big play receiver. Roman Wilson, twenty-seven receptions, four hundred forty-six yards. He has ten touchdowns on twenty-seven receptions. I mean, how? Say <laughs> that one more time. He has ten touchdowns on twenty-seven receptions on the season. That's crazy. That—that's when you're scoring a touchdown pretty much every third catch. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you do? <laughs> it's, 
whatever you want. Shoot. <laughs> Playbook's open at that point. <laughs> it seems like it seems like we got Superman on the other side. <laughs> I, I think we got the entire Justice League on the other side is what it's looking like. Yeah. But, crazy. I mean, you've got an excellent defense, you know, possibly the best defense in the nation. You've got a really, really good offense. Um, I mean, I got to be honest, I'm not seeing a way to a win unless Purdue gets multiple turnovers, kind of like it did against Nebraska and it's able to score off of each and every one of those turnovers. And even that may not be enough. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Huh? We always thought of games like we clearly was like outmatched or it's supposed to be outmatched. Always felt like it always came down to coaching, whether or not you played well. Uh-huh. They put you in the right spot. I feel like any man could beat any man. You just got to be put in the right position. Well, yeah, I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense. And uh, Purdue might, might have the right man for the job. Uh, I say that because Michigan's only lost one game the last, uh, in the last two years. Or Yeah, they only lost in the playoffs last year. But their closest game in Big Ten play last season was a 1917 win over Illinois, whose defense, coached by Ryan Walters, held them to 10 points through the first three quarters, and they only won 19-17 to 17 on a field goal with nine seconds left. So hey. talk about somebody who got guys in the right place at the right time. I mean, they did just about everything they possibly could and uh, nearly walked away with the huge upset in Ann Arbor. I mean, I'm argue, I'll argue anybody that produced teams better than the Illinois team he was coaching at, so. <laughs> Coach, we need we need to cook up some more of that magic. You know, all guys, the guy right position on defense. We, we might we might be able to come out and shock the world. Never enough. Yeah, uh, and apparently what happened is is uh, both Corum and Edwards were out in that game. It was cold, low energy. Uh, they had to go to a true freshman and a walk-on at running back, and Illinois just did about everything that they possibly could to uh, to slow them down, and it almost worked. So, you know, you're not going to you're not going to score 45 points and beat this team. You've got to drag them down into a defensive struggle, and at least Purdue's defense has been playing better of late. Yes, I feel like they're they're starting to gel and come together. You see a lot less mistakes. They're starting to move as one. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. And maybe McCarthy's due to throw a couple interceptions. I don't know. <laughs> Got a guy back there in Thieneman. I can pick him off. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, you know, you're a big fan of Thieneman, so am I. He, is, he has looked really good this year, and I, I'm happy to see that. So I think you need a big game from uh, Jenkins and Scorton, too. They they've got to cause some trouble, <laughs> and uh, they got to cause a lot of trouble. I think. Yeah, and this is this is going to be one of those games. Everybody's going to be watching. The money, Las Vegas will be betting on you, Purdue, for the upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was uh, talking to the rival site for Michigan and uh, posted their Q and A today, 
they basically said that they don't have a uh, ton of weaknesses. They have less, yet to score less than 31 points in a game. Uh, Corum, and, uh, Corum and Edwards, they can just break off a run and gash you if you're able to defend the deep ball. If you get up on them, they've got a couple guys that they can just throw it deep to. I mean, I don't even know how you begin to defend defend a team like this, honestly. And that's before you figure out how you're going to score points on them. <laughs> you go out there, and you know they're going to score. Mm-hmm. We got to score. Mm-hmm. So they score, we got to score. We we don't we don't let them score. We still got to score. <laughs> so, I, you gotta have. It really is a case of I think they're going. I mean, I don't see Purdue having much of a chance unless they are able to go down and score on like the first possession and at least get a very early lead. And then you got to hope for some luck. You know, maybe a drop pass here, maybe a fumble. You know sack a big sack when you need it but you've got to be able to stay in the game as long as you can and i do think that purdue was able to do that last year in the big 10 title game against them uh i mean it was in the end it was a route michigan won going away but it was one of those games that purdue made them earn it i mean purdue was down a point at halftime and and you at least got a chance if you go into halftime within a score and that, right. that that's how you got to start this game. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Quick question. Huh. Who's our quarterback? As far as I know, it's going to be Card on Saturday. Uh, doesn't look like we're switching to Meredith. Uh, Card is likely going to be getting all the snaps. Everything that we've seen in practice this week looks like it's going to be him. But uh, if, you're, if you're going to try something new, this is a week to do it, honestly. Yeah. You got nothing to lose. Because that, that would be one thing. You can get your quarterback comfortable. And they've never really, they don't really got much film on them. But go with what you know, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, uh, not a lot of people have uh, film on uh, on Bennett Meredith. He is two of four on the season for seven yards. And that is the limit of his entire collegiate uh, career. Hey, go out there. I mean, he might see some time. Especially that, never mind. I'm not even gonna put that jinx up there. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> but oh, I, I agree. <laughs> now I remember you did play uh, at the big house. Did you play at the big house once or twice in your career? Oh man, once. I hate talking about this game. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I was. It was the '07 <laughs> game, wasn't it? Yeah. And I only played uh, a half a quarter. Half a quarter. I, that yeah. was the that was the one time I went to the big house because I uh, went up there, and I want to say we. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say we tied it like seven seven, and then gave up forty some odd points in a row or something. But yeah, they they pulled me middle of the second quarter because I fumbled. And it really was because I got in trouble uh, during the week over some nonsense. Over some nonsense, okay. Yeah, but like, here's the story. Buffalo Wild Wings, you can go get a water cup. Everybody does it. Mm -hmm. What, 15 years ago? 
you go get a water cup, put some juice in it. I put Sprite in mine. It's clear like water. So I'm sitting there waiting for my food. Young lady that works there grabs me by the arm or the shoulder. I can't remember which one. And as I turn around, I tell her, any normal person, get your hands up off me. Because one, I don't know who's touching me. I just feel somebody grabbing me. Mm-hmm. So she tells me that she sees that I have a water cup and I have something in it. I either need to pour the uh, drink out or leave. My food had literally, I see my food come to the thing. So I'm like, well, I'll, I'll leave. I don't have no problem with that. Said bye to everybody. I walked out and left. Think nothing of it. I get to practice. It's the end of practice. You know, you break it down and Coach Taylor's doing his thing. He pulls out an email or a letter, and there's an email, and says, I received this email today. And as he's reading it, I already know, like, oh, I'm like, is he seriously about to do this right now? <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he reads basically what I just told you, and that happened, right? And he said, and everybody that, that it wasn't even everybody that was there. It was just people that know me. They everybody looked at me, and they didn't even like. He never said my name at first, and he was like, "Well, you have until Friday to go down there and apologize, Corey Sheets." And then everybody turned and looked at me. <laughs> you won't be playing against Michigan. I'm like, well, you didn't have to do it like that. You could have called me in the office and talked to me, but all right. <laughs> I went down there and apologized that, like, literally right after practice. They get the call, say I apologize. The next day, they call me, well, you're going to be uh, suspended for one uh, one quarter. Like, oh, so you could have just suspended me for one quarter. You didn't have to <laughs> make me go down there and apologize. You really just wanted to suspend me. So you could have just suspended me, man. So that's what happened. Then I got in the game and, and fumbled. On like my fourth of carry, I think it was maybe fifth, and they pulled me out after that. Never put me back in. Goodness, uh, I I found your box score. You were right, fourth carry, four carries for nineteen yards, and uh, that was your day. Russia, huh? I still was the leading rusher. Uh, yeah, you were still the leading rusher. <laughs> Number two leading rusher was Frank Halliburton, seven carries, 16 yards, and did get in the end zone, but I think that was, uh, well after the game was, uh, finished. Yeah. Shout out to Frank. <laughs> I remember Frank. He was, he was a good guy. That's my, that's my, that's my second time playing Michigan. Uh, I know that, yeah, I know the other one was when you guys beat him with the, uh, the hook and ladder to, uh. Desmond Tardy, that was a great play. Yeah, man, we should have had him on the show this week. He's like right down the street from me. Oh, well, that's nice. We will have to get him on the show. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna call. I'll call him up. Talk to him about it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe get him on Sunday for the uh, recap. Hey, that'd be great because uh, ho- hopefully we are talking about a huge surprise. But uh, if not, we can filibuster talking about uh, what is the expected result right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> But yeah, that'd be that would be great to get Desmond on here to talk about that because I know that's one of the uh, more memorable plays in uh, Purdue history was that hook and ladder. That was that was a wild game too. I mean, there, no defense played whatsoever. I think it was like forty eight, forty two, just yeah. up and down the field. <laughs> I, had, I had five touchdowns. 
<laughs> a great day. All right, uh, let's go to that one. Let's, let me bring up the box score on that one so we can get get the actual facts here. Yes, it was 48-42. That was, of course, the Justin Siller game. Uh, Justin Siller, well-remembered for that game. And uh, you had four touchdowns. You had four three rushing and one receiving. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> not bad though about 160 yards of total offense though not a really good oh, day it was all over the place <laughs> I, I, it was crazy i was lobbying that week for justin to start uh-huh and, and then they finally like gave him the go ahead i was like i was probably the only happy one on offense because <laughs> i knew how he could play just from playing with him on scout team and stuff like yeah uh, I, I, I could see it uh, he had 77 yards rushing and a touchdown too. When to go to go with 267, 266 throwing and three scores, so both you guys went off. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great day all around for the offense. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say much for the defense, but uh, hey, you won the I game. Mean, That's all that matters. They, they came through when we needed them to. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a fun one. I remember being at that game. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Now, if Purdue goes to has a shootout with Ohio State. I mean, Michigan. Oh man, that'd be that'd be a fun game. Win, lose, draw. I, I wouldn't mind that. I'm just looking for them to to be competitive. If they can keep it competitive for a half, like you said, put up more than ten points. You've done better than anybody else that Michigan's played this year. I mean, this, this is one of the best teams in the country, and for very good reason. I mean, they there's no question. They uh, they're one of the best out there. They I think they are yeah because they're eight zero this year. They are they were thirteen and one last year, twelve and two the year before. I mean thirty three and three in their last thirty six games. I mean we could let, we they could drive down the field all game long if we hold them with field goals. I feel like we can win. <laughs> yeah, you got. No matter how many yards you put up on the, on the board, man, points. Mm-hmm. And they have been a little slow starting in some of their games, so that's that's why you got to get up on them early. I know early in the season they uh, they did trail Rutgers seven nothing after very early on. They only led that game fourteen to seven at the half. So at least hang around for a quarter, and you might have the faintest of chances, but. I mean, it's going to take a perfect game, really. You cannot have the mistakes that you did against Nebraska. You've got to finish drives. You can't have blocked field goals. You can't fumble it. I mean, uh, one mistake, and you are against it this game. <laughs> yeah, he said it's going to be easy now, but you got to put up a fight. You can't, can't uh, roll That's all we're looking for is, is looking to put up a fight, and – you know, I think it'll be interesting to see what Purdue does because if you can get out of this game with some positive momentum, I think that the last three games of the season are at least winnable. You've got three teams that do not have a great offense in Minnesota, Northwestern, and Indiana. Two of them are at home. I mean, you got to build for next year with those three games. And, you no, know, I don't we, we go, win this go ahead. So we win this one. We basically went out as bowl game, right? Yeah, they have to win all four of the last game, uh, the last four games, to make a bowl game. So, hey, can't can't go to a bowl game unless you start with the first one. <laughs> yeah, got you. Do. 
<laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> uh, look at it this way. They pull off the upset. They will have the attention of pretty much the entire country. And I forget. I think we're at like 17 games now where Purdue has the most wins against top five teams as an unranked team. And uh, they got three of them in the last couple seasons. So there is precedent there. Purdue has done it before. And you never know. You just never know. That's what it's going to take. <laughs> say we need to pull out the spoiler makers this week, guys. <laughs> when that, they was calling us that, the spoiler makers or something like that. Oh, yeah. The, that's that's pretty much what Purdue is famous for there. And I'd love to see Maccabi and Tracy try to establish them early. Uh, they've had – Purdue's been at its best, has been at its most successful this year when the two of them have been able to – kind of play off of each other and find those holes, be a little elusive. I really like the way that they played against Virginia Tech because they that was one of the best games of the for them and the offense as a whole all year. And it was because they were able to run the ball, they were able to control the clock. And I think that's what Purdue's gonna have to do to have any chance in this one. I mean it's still a big ten, you gotta be able to run the ball. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, this is a tall order, but this is what Tracy's uh, second game back, right? Yes, it is his second game back. He was he got some limited action against Nebraska, but I know Purdue was playing catch up, so they didn't run as much as they probably could have, or the original plan was. So, uh, yeah, he he should have a good look, and uh, I'm I think he can. If two of them can, you know, even just hit on one big run, that'd be great. We need we need momentum building plays. You know, we need to be consistent, really. Can't be three and out, three and out. Field goal, three and out, three and out. Like you, you got to put together drives and, and do that on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, they are slightly worse against the run than Nebraska is. Uh, Nebraska's fifth in the nation, seventy-nine yards game. Michigan's sixth at eighty-five point eight. So. All it takes is one hole, though. <laughs> you see, you can't run me down 40 points. <laughs> what the situation is. <laughs> well, all right. I think we can start to wrap this up a little bit. Do you have any final thoughts before we go here? Man. <laughs> the car we trust? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're we're gonna have to. I mean, it's possible. That's that's all I'm gonna say is it's possible. I, I've seen Purdue pull some major surprises in the past. Um, I'm not expecting one, but I would welcome one. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, this this would this would be a great start to the end of, in the season. Absolutely, absolutely. So. With that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, I know we can only report that Michigan equal good at football so many times and uh, repeat that. So, <laughs> so for uh, Reindeer Shuttle, for our sponsor for uh, Home Field Apparel, they've got some actually really good Purdue stuff that they will be debuting this week for basketball season. Uh, we appreciate them as our sponsor. We appreciate Reindeer Shuttle, as I said, uh, as always. Uh, For Corey Sheets, I am Travis Miller. We thank you for listening, and hopefully we will be back Sunday night talking about one of the biggest wins in program history. 
So thank you very much for listening to us. This has been the Off the Tracks podcast and Boiler Up. BTFU.